Jason, as it is each and every week, the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to the good people by Budget Blinds of Lee Summit. Budget Blinds! Hey, did you know the Signature Series Automated Shades, they provide a safer environment for children and even your pets. Our robot shade overlords have our safety in mind. It's All true. hail. We welcome the era of our robot shade overlords. So it's that cordless nature. They're also programmable. They allow you to use your heating and cooling systems, which means your energy bills are going to be better. So this is something you should look into. It's safer. It's better energy. It's good for the planet. It's good for your family. You need to go to Budget Blinds and check out these Signature Series automated chains. Tell them Jason and Nick sent you. Hello and welcome to this Friday conversation edition of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast. Today, I'm really excited today, guys. Actually, we're going to talk about my favorite things, food. Yeah, yo. (laughs) (laughs) I have with me uh, the crew from a brand new restaurant, well, a new restaurant to downtown Lee Summit. They've been around for a while. They closed one location. They've moved, luckily for me, across the street from our studio here at Bridge Space. It's the crew from Sabor Latino. I've got Reggie, I've got Julio, I've got Fani, and I have Adam here. Guys, we're going to go through kind of your individual roles and what all you do. But I think your old restaurant, Sabor Latino, over in in Woods Chapel, had a following of some people in that area. But I don't know that everybody in Lee Summit knew about it. I did because I search out Mexican and Latin food wherever I can. Um, You were a part of our... This podcast early on did a, a taco research where we tried to eat all the tacos in Lee Summit. We did not get there. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. There are still more to be had. So tell us uh, – I'll start with, with, with you, Julio. You run the kitchen. Yes. So tell us a little bit about Sabor Latino and what it is. What's the food that people are going to eat? Well, here in Sabor Latino restaurant, we have Mexican food. In addition, we have Latin American food. So, food from Venezuela, Colombia, we have one plate from Peru, we have pupusa from El Salvador, we have, from Colombia, we have bandeja paisa, which is very famous. We have the famous arepas, empanadas, patacones from Venezuela. Also, we have from Costa Rica, we have gallo pinto. Okay, you, you caught me on one. Gaju pinto? Yes. Okay. Well, I don't pinto. know. What, I don't know what that is. You've you've stumped me already. So so tell us a little bit what that dish is. Okay. Gallo pinto is a plate from Costa Rica. It's basically uh, comes with um, rice beans mixed uh, and steak, sweet plantain, the famous sweet plantains. Mm. Have you eaten before plantains? I have. Now now. I got. I got to ask you this, and, and actually, I'm going to ask the others to weigh in on this. You seem to say famous a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, are we? Is is, is this a restaurant maybe me. that uh, everybody knows outside of Kansas City, and like we're just <laughs> learning? Is this a secret? <laughs> yeah. Well, y- you know, plantain. No, everybody have eaten plantain before. We have. Oh, some people have a confused between plantain and bananas. It's close. Banana is a, a fruit, and plantain is a vegetable. Okay. So the gallo pinto comes with plantain, sweet plantains, okay, and chimichurri salsa. That is so I mean, wonderful. Sold. <laughs> yes. 
So you gonna try Gallo Pinto next time. Okay. Next week. <laughs> a good way to think about it. It's a lot like those oldie stations where they can't play every song from the seventies, eighties, nineties. They pick the best stuff. And so if we chose all the food from Latin America, we'd have ten thousand items on the menu. So yes. when he says famous, it's really the stuff that's most famous to those countries, the dishes they're known for. We took the best from each country and put dishes from seven different Latin American countries on the menu. So you're getting kind of the all-star hits of Latin America when you eat at Sabor Latino. All right. Uh, excellent job, Mr. Brown. But I just want to piggyback that one thing I learned about Sabor Latino is we are not a Mexican restaurant. A lot of people like to think or throw out there that we're a Mexican restaurant. We love Mexican restaurants, and there are a lot of them out here. But what really makes us special is we are a Latin restaurant. So like Julio was saying, like Adam was saying, and like Fani, the, uh, the original visionary, came up with is that we had to do something different. So when Julio mm -hmm. talks about the famous, we, like Adam said, we're talking about dishes from all over Central and South America. And it's coming to downtown Lee Summit. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I know, who, I know who's the pitch man yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> he, he only talks in sound bites. <laughs> well, let's let's jump backward a little bit because because Fani, he just he just yeah. said you were the, you were the visionary. So this is your restaurant that you mm -hmm. started. So tell us a little bit about your your well, original vision and what and what yes. you did. Um, back in 2010, uh, one day I was talking to my mom in the kitchen, and then I was telling her. I said it will be nice to have a place that will give us an opportunity to try different foods from different Latin countries which if you want arepas, you needed to go one place. If you wanted pupusas, you needed to go a different place and so on. So we started at the square in Independence. It was only Wednesday through Friday for lunch. And then we were really close to the courthouse, which it was a good spot. Um, of course, it was just my mom and me. We started with arepas, empanadas, pasteles, and pupusas. Then we added the burrito cup which was really popular back then. So two years later, we were doing only Wednesday through Friday. So people were asking me, why don't you open the whole week? Of course, my son was going to school. He was still, um, I think it was eighth grade. So for me, I was saying, no, I mean, this is going to be too far from, I mean, too much for me to go all week. So we stayed there only Wednesday through Fridays, lunch only. And then we moved to 40 Highway. Uh, two years after, with another friend of mine from Salvador. And then we were there for two more years, almost three years. Then we opened, that was when we opened Monday through Saturday, lunch and dinner. And then we added more ditches. So became more, you know, more more like a, a true restaurant. Right. So, so what, you started with the arepas? Yes. Yeah. So is that, is, is that, Yours was that your favorite thing? Your special? Well, what made you figure well, out what to start well, with? Because well, the now thing, the minute you're, you're yes, doing yes. so many things. Well, the thing is, the arepas is from my country. It's okay. from Venezuela. Okay. In Venezuela, arepas is like bread. You can have a breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So for me, it was that's easy. not every food. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it's like bread. I mean, so you can have a lunch. It depends what you put in it because it's like a sandwich. So for breakfast, you usually put eggs. Lunch, do you do a little bit heavier with meat? And then dinner is usually beans or something like. At what time do you do eggs, meat, and beans? Oh. <laughs> Whenever I'm be, eating it. It probably <laughs> would not be the snack. 
That sounds like a meal for me. Yeah. So, and then my daughters and my son friends, they love it when they were coming home. They came home to go to, you know, to do homework, to play with them, you know, stay overnight. You know, anybody who has kids knows about it, that you have a bunch of kids over weekends. Um, so that's when I said, well, I'm going to start with arepas. That's the one that I know the most. And my mom was with me, so I have a good backup. She was the one who right. was like, are you not doing that way? Doing it this way, more salt, less salt, you know. So that's how I, we, why do I started with that? It was, I feel, I felt more comfortable. It was my own food. It was my country. But then on Fridays, on that location, I was doing Friday special. And that's when I came out with a dish from a different country every Friday. My brother was in Venezuela back then. So he was helping me sending emails. And telling me, giving me ideas, you know. So that's when I call all my friends. Okay, from Puerto Rico. What can I do from Puerto Rico? That's a, that's a great idea. Just to, uh, every Friday you're going to yeah. take a dish from a different place. Yep. And, and so now it's it's every Wednesday at this location. Never, never, so never, every, every Wednesday, Wednesday we'll have a special yeah. dish from another country. So I have a, a lot of customers and actually friends, because they were not my customers anymore. They were friends that came Fridays. And that's because they wanted to see what I was doing on Friday, what was the special. And then I have friends from Puerto Rico. I have friends from Dominican Republic. They came Honduras. and helped me cook, Hondurans. Um, so, of course, when I moved to 40 Highway, it was much easier. Because then I have the practice of different foods from different countries. And I said, okay, and instead of doing it as a special, I'm going to go ahead and add it to my menus. So is this your, your fourth location? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That, that's great. Yes. So when did you when did you hand the, the kitchen reins and, and well, when did you when did you say uh, you didn't want to be in control well, anymore? Um, <laughs> I, I don't believe that's happening. Yeah. Well, back on two thousand um one I became a US citizen. So I petitioned my family from my country, uh, because my country wasn't doing good and it's doing worse right now. Um so my brother came fourteen years later. It was in 2014. So he came and helped me in the, in the 40 Highway location. So he was helping me everywhere. I mean, we were doing everything. We have all the hats there. So we were doing everything. Have a lot of customers who helped me also, um, teaching me things, uh, uh, showing me how to do stuff, especially uh, advertising. We didn't do much back then. Um, right now, we're doing much better because we have Aaron and Reggie. <laughs> but, uh, look, I think, I think uh, all of us in some way are involved in small business ownership. What's yeah. the last thing we think of? Advertising, advertising and marketing. Right. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean. Advertising. <laughs> yep. yes. That's not a new story. Yes. <laughs> so, and then when we close a location, we moved to uh, Good Chapel in Lee Summit. Uh, it was my brother and me and a friend of mine, and then she decided to go in a different direction. So she went to another restaurant. And that's, um, we didn't do advertising. It was a word of mouth, and we stayed there for almost four years. No, actually four years. Mm -hmm. yes. It was four years. And that's when I said, you know what, As we're going to need more help, and we're not going to make it this way. I was getting really tired um, trying to keep up with everything from middle and, you know. So... That's when Reggie came in. Well, I, and, uh, I'm going to enter. We'll, we'll enter Reggie here, and we'll see if we can get him to go longer than than ten word answers. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Reggie, I, I met you about a year and a half ago. You came out here to Bridge Space yep. for for a panel. You were not a restaurant guy. Uh, nope, uh, not it, at if all. If I yeah. remember correctly, and you're going to correct me if I'm wrong here, but if I remember right, you've got. You 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 ran a media business. Mm -hmm. You did some real estate deals. 
You're right. Why the heck would you jump into restaurants? Because honestly, I feel like that's one of the hardest things you can do. Mm-hmm. I, it, it is. <laughs> and it's so weird you say that because um, as an entrepreneur, I would always say the worst business to get into is the highest risk business, which are restaurants. But I had enough sense to know I would never start a brand spanking new restaurant. Um, I have been a fan of Sabor Latino for probably four or five years now. Um, my favorite dish is actually a Venezuelan dish. Mm-hmm. And oh my goodness, I just love it. Wait, wait a minute. Why am I, why am I going blank on my dish? Is it the Reggie? Papa Young. We need to change it to the Reggie. Oh my goodness. And it is so good. I will be at the new restaurant That's a $10 every fine, day. Adam. I know, right? I'll be at the new restaurant every day just to eat the Papa Yon. Um, but, um, now I want you to know that I'm I'm lobbying with a few places here downtown that I I want the Parker on a menu somewhere. Oh, oh okay. We now, can at least do a drink. So, we can you know, come up with well, a drink called well, the that's good because right. there is a, a local bar down here that that he's he's done it off menu, but he refuses to print it because well, <laughs> what are friends for? Well, yeah. I, I think a monthly special. <laughs> we can give you a whole month to call it the Parker. Oh, we surely can. <laughs> I'm I'm in. Yeah. So so you had you had a dish. You had a thing you loved. You 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 got to know them. Yep. And where did this? How did this relationship kind of go? And they they are family. Uh, my wife uh, is half Mexican, and they are the Hispanic side of my. The Hispanic side of my family. And uh, so in two th- I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. I made my first million at 25, lost it all at 28. Most of you probably know when, the crash of 2008. <laughs> I owned about $3 million in real estate, lost about a million in loans. Uh, over the next decade, uh, I started uh, multiple businesses, but I was actually an award-winning children's and family entertainer. What? Some of you may know Reggie Reg, the magic man. I was an award-winning magician, juggler, balloon artist, the number one brogician in the country. <laughs> That's what a brother does. So, but... Um, you know, after a decade, I, I love performing, but come on now, uh, 300 shows a year for a decade uh, drained, and I was burnt out. Mm-hmm. So um, in 2018, I ended up closing on a deal out of Los Angeles that gave me the liquidity I needed to be able to invest in other things. I've always believed in Sabor Latino. They had something special. They had proven the concept. But the next question is, how is this company going to scale because it's a difference from having their Woods Chapel location, which did very well to be more of a, a business that is growing by word of mouth, to then taking a business that can now generate uh, high six figures, seven figures annually. So um, initially, I was just going to help them find a new location uh, mm. earlier in 2019. And and I was just going to help them find a location. Mm-hmm. And we looked at a location in Blue Springs, and my wife was like, I don't know, Blue Springs, I don't know about the traffic. But long story made short, I went online, and I found the old do drop in. And when I found that location and told Fani and Julio, I immediately said, this location can scale, but it's going to take some real big money to get it off the ground and, you know, putting things together. So I just appreciate uh, my family, Fani and Julio, for believing in me. And uh, I'm excited to be a part of this because although restaurants are high risk, they had already proven the concept. They had already done the hard work. I saw what they built with limited marketing, limited budget, and they took such great care of customers. And their food was phenomenal. 
So I knew with the right place and putting a good team around them, which is one reason Mr. Adam Brown is sitting beside me, I knew that we could build something special. And we love downtown Lee Summit. going to end it every time with downtown Lee Summit. But no, well, but that, that is so true because I think that's a big thing. Is not only do we take care of our customers, but that's why we wanted to stay in Lee Summit is the customers here take care of the restaurants they love. Yeah. And they do such a good job of it. And I think that, you know if we had been in any other location – in any other city, there'd be a lot of fears about, will people come in? Will they come back? And we know here in downtown Lee Summit, they, they are. They're going to do that because all the restaurants down here, we all get along with each other. The customers uh, take care of all of them. And, and it's just a really, really cool neighborhood. We love being down here. It, it, it's, a, it's a great place. And, and people who listen to this podcast know I'm biased. I'm, I'm <laughs> on the board of directors for Main Street. I, I live here. Yeah, it's I, I work here. But I mean, yeah, you guys have built-in foot traffic yeah. yes. already. Yeah. Yep. So there, there's that. And Adam, I, I, I'm going to let let you come in a little more now. You are the marketing director for the business, so you're you're out you're out telling the story. You're spreading the word. How did yeah. how did you come in? Yeah, I mean, I'm the I'm the last one to join the team, and I had met them about three or so years ago, um, just because I've worked with Reggie for about ten years now in other businesses. And when he was a magician, I actually was a professional magician way mm -hmm. back in the day, and so so we met up when I was still an event planner and, and doing. Uh, graphics and, and marketing for an event planning company. And uh, we've been friends for 10 years, and I've worked with them off and on. So when I heard about Sabor Latino, first time I heard about it, over in Woods Trappel, I went and tried the food, and immediately, I think my first time there, I had yeah, arepas. arepas. I think that was the first thing I had yeah. with chorizo, and I was like... I, I like just, that she remembers. Oh, I know. <laughs> and I just immediately <laughs> fell in love with it. And I, said, I told him, I said, I've worked with a dozen different restaurants over the years doing photography and marketing and menus and signage and all the stuff that goes along with it, helping grow them. And, and oftentimes the biggest challenge is going, I've got to, you know, wrap them up in a pretty package and present them to the public, maybe in a way that's not always the most honest. And that's why I was happy to join the team here is we just, you just have to try the food once. I mean, once, once, once I ate it, I go, this is incredible. <laughs> and it's what I, I've seen in other places where I knew that they knew how to make the food. They just weren't experts at getting people in the door. Mm -hmm. So I just have to get people in the door, have them try the food, and then the rest is done. They'll come back because the food is just that good. Well, that that was uh, one thing that I remember now that Aaron is mentioning that. Um, when I started on the square, um, not many people were coming in because of the type of food. They were not familiar with it. So that's when I added the burrito cup. So I, I told my mom, as soon as they try the burrito cup, I'm going to give the arepas. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. I mean, there were people coming in, and I said, you want to try arepa? And they said, well, why, why not? And then they came back, and they didn't ask for burrito cup. They were back to arepas. And I think that's the so, thing. As the, this is the marketing guy that talks to all of our Facebook fans and Twitter fans. It's like I think the thing that's most special about this is that, is that we have a, a wide variety, an eclectic yes. mix of Latin American customers and American customers that for the Latin American customers, they're like, hey, this is the stuff my mom and grandma made at home. Mm -hmm. But you don't find other restaurants typically because, honestly, it's just super time consuming. Everything we do is made by hand. All the you hear the arepas and the empanadas. I mean, to make the dough and the fillings and roll them out and shape them. And it takes a ton of time. And most mm -hmm. restaurants just they go, that's just not worth it. You will make those at home on special occasions with family, but we're not going to do it in a restaurant. And we figured out a way to do it to where um, we can make them fresh for customers every day. And that's really cool. But then for the American customers that have never tried it, 
they don't have to think of it as some crazy wild food that they've never had before. You know, we tell an empanada, I mean, you've eaten Hot Pockets, right? Yes. This is like an awesome Venezuelan Hot Pocket. So there's the, when they eat the food, they go, these aren't flavors I'm super unfamiliar with. They're not some crazy foreign thing. It's just delicious food. And we can offer it to people where, like I said, our Latin American customers or our American customers can find something on the menu that they'll absolutely yeah. fall in love with. Well, you said, Reggie, when, when, when we started this up, you, you started it with, a lot of people think we're Mexican, but we're not. <laughs> Correct. So here, I'm going to, whoever, I don't know, we'll open it. Whoever wants to answer this one. For those that think it's Mexican, that haven't had the Latin, what, what's, the, what's the gateway food? What do you, what do you think that you're going you're gonna to give people to say, hey, you got to try this, and this well, is going to get you to come it back? Depen- it depends. Empa- empanadas. For appetizers. Tequeños is Really Ooh, good. I love tequeños. Tequeños <laughs> is wow. really good. Yeah. Uh, but some Tostones. people prefer to eat arepitas, you know? Yeah. For dinner, we have maritierra. Okay, okay. now you're going to have to tell everybody what right. that one is. <laughs> tell them why that's, what, why that's the gateway. What is it going to get them in? Which one? The tequeños? Maritierra. No, maritierra. Uh, maritierra is like a fajita. Okay. It's close. Steak and vegetables and onions yeah. and sauteed yumminess. Mm. In addition, have... Uh, French fries. Yes, everything mixed. So <laughs> well, I'm, I'm gonna to... I'm gonna need a minute. It's a big it's a big pile of hot well, yum. Actually, it's our let's it's our version of the fajita. Yeah. So yeah, we serve it on top of French fries, and then on the bottom. Uh, yeah. The, so we serve it on top of French fries, and then we also do the grilled sweet pineapple. Uh, pieces. Mm-hmm. So you have that sweet, and then you have, of course, the carbs, and then you have the meat. Meat. And I'm not sure what my first order is going to be now. This is now, now, see, now this is hard. Well, you know what? We had a customer, I keep saying customers, you say friends, um, mm-hmm. that came to 40 Highway with an Excel sh- uh, sheet, yeah. you know? <laughs> and uh, he was writing down, he was from, uh, he is, and assuming he's still living on North Kansas City. He was from North Kansas City, and then he was writing down everything that he was trying when he was coming in because he didn't want to do the same thing again. And I remember for three weeks in a row, he was doing pupusas. And then he told me, he said, I don't know when I'm moving out of pupusas because uh, I, I love pupusas, so... I feel like now I need I need to create a uh, a link to Lee Summit or Lee Summit Town Hall spreadsheet and just make it available. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and we're gonna play a game. We, we should play a bingo. Sabor game. Latino bingo. bingo. I'll Sabor make it. Sabor bingo. All right, all right. We're, Adam, we're, we're you and I are this. gonna work on this, and <laughs> we're gonna make it available. I, I I was thinking while we were while we were talking, I was trying to think like what's something fun we can do. You know, can we give something? But I think bingo. Oh, yeah. I think bingo. I like it, that. Is what we're going to do. Well, we're that's the crazy that. thing. is, I, I, My brain has a million different marketing ideas for the company, but I just don't need to do them right now because <laughs> people are they're beating down our doors saying, please yeah. open up. We want to buy your food. The hype is very real. Yeah, very real right yeah. now. Well, well and, and one thing that I wanted to mention about arepas, I'm going back to arepas, and the pupusas also, they're gluten-free. It always goes back to the, the food. It's okay with <laughs> that. I'm good with it. Well, they're gluten-free. So right now with so many people going gluten-free, vegetarian, vegan, we have all those options. And then, you know, my daughter is one that is hard for her to find, you know, restaurants that offer what she wants. And that's one when I said, well, I mean, arepas is like a sandwich. 
It is like a sandwich. And then you have that option that is gluten-free. And then, of course, on the vegan, we have the sweet plantains. And then we have the stuffed plantains. So we have different good options for people who want to eat that way. Reggie, are you constructing a pneumatic tube to go from Sabor across the street to Bridge Space? <laughs> oh, I, uh, oh, right, right, right. <laughs> just like in those old bank pneumatic tubes, just send me the food. I love it. And you know we'll have that. And, and speaking of that, uh, just want to give a, a, a big shout out to, to not only uh, you, uh, Links to Lee Summit, uh, Bridge Space, and the Lee Summit Chamber of Commerce. Oh, yeah. uh, because one thing we decided to do, especially when I joined the company, was I had to make sure that we let... Uh, the powers within the community to know that we're here, we support them, and that we want to be active. And you're not involved. allowed to lump me in with powers. Uh, uh, whatever, brother. <laughs> come on, because we, we, we're gonna rile some feathers. We are so we are so honored to be on your podcast today, and we just want the city to know how much we appreciate their support, not only over the past decade, but. Uh, in regard to the opening of our new location, because this is going to be the first of a handful of locations that are going to open over the next five years. Well, that leads me to the big question, guys. Yeah, you When are we opening the doors? Oh when can I go in oh my goodness. and start get my first bingo square oh my checked goodness. off? <laughs> I'm going to put that on Reggie, because if he's wrong, it's all in yeah. yeah. That's smart. Well, I'll say this. It'll be no later than the end of the month. No later than the last weekend of January. We were trying to push for sooner, but we still have to train staff. We still have final inspections to go through. And when everyone sees this, especially those who have experienced the do drop in, everything we had to do is new. So that's new plumbing, electric, heating and cooling. That wasn't a restaurant. So we had to do an all-new kitchen. So this is this has been a four- or five-month project. I, I will say there there is a small part of me who – Having been a, a Dewdrop customer for many, many years, I'm not sure what I'm going to do when I walk in and it's all clean. Yeah. I, I don't know how I'm going to respond to cleanliness. Yeah. Well, come, come in and enjoy. And one thing we did do that we took a lot of pride in is that the bathrooms were grandfathered in. So the city was going to allow us not to have to do any changes to the bathroom. Those who remember the bathrooms at the old Dewdrop Inn, uh, they were very small and they weren't ADA compliant. Well, one decision we made is there's no way we're going to get in this restaurant and not make at least one bathroom ADA compliant. Well, on behalf of, well, let's just say the majority of the city, thank you for that uh, decision. For the new <laughs> Hello, yeah. message. Come on now. No, we, yeah, and I, you know, the other cool thing, if speaking of new things here, one of the things we're going to be offering uh, when the weather heats up a little bit more and with all the things happening downtown, all the festivals and parades and events, um, we're really proud and lucky. We understand we're lucky to be the only restaurant in downtown Lee Summit that has a walk-up food window. So while we don't have a pneumatic tube across the street for you. Not yet. Um, our, our, <laughs> our kitchen does have a sliding window that we'll be able to take orders out of. So we'll have you can order from our full menu, but we'll also have a, a street menu. So if you're down here for festivals and you want to pick up some street tacos or empanadas or arepas to go in a, you know, in a cardboard container to walk around and eat downtown during an event, you'll be able to walk right up to our kitchen and order them take them cash walk away and, and have some great food while you're enjoying events i love it yeah i love it now reggie i know you are a lee summit resident uh, yes so i now am. i'm gonna ask you anybody else live here yeah 
I'm I'm in Grandview. I'm looking to move here by the end of the year. You gotta you gotta come up here, man. He's making his way. I'm making his way. Come to the Holy Land. My my son's my son's starting middle school and we were already gonna move to a new place. So we're like, if we're gonna move, let's move to Lee Summit. There we go. I, I I like it. Well guys, I wanna thank all of you for for taking some time out of I know it's a busy schedule to to turn an old rest old bar into a brand new restaurant. I know it's a lot of work, so thank you for for taking the time to sit down with me. Tell me a little bit of your story. I'm excited. I can't wait to get in there, get some food. I overheard your your bar planning. I, you're going to have some good rum at the oh, bar. I'm excited about that as well. Yes. So, look, thank you guys for coming thank in. You. We look thank forward. You. So, thank I'm going to hold you to it, Reggie. Come on now. Before the end of the month. Oh, oh it's dangerous. Yes. I am going to have me some Sabor. Uh, you surely are. And again, we can't thank you enough for inviting us out here. What you're doing with this podcast is not only huge for entrepreneurs and businesses like ours, but it's huge for the community. So, brother, just know that we support you. Keep doing great work and uh, get ready because Sabor Latino is ready to take over. Now, I've had to feel guilty now for like doing my own closing. <laughs> Because I got nothing. I got no shtick. I wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't oh, Adam, be, Adam, Adam, Adam has to. Adam has to earn his paycheck I, from I, you, Reggie. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be earning my paycheck if I didn't let people know. If they do want to find out more in the meantime, if they want to see our menu, not only is it posted outside the restaurant, you can see it anytime, but you can go to our website, which is tasteoflatin.com. Sabor mm-hmm. Latino means taste of Latin in Spanish. So the website again, tasteoflatin.com. You can see uh, our full menu on there. And just so people know, um, we'll, we're open Wednesday through Saturday right now it'll be uh, 11 lunch and dinner on those days we do plan within a few months to add a fifth day sixth day seventh hopefully by the end of this year we'll be open seven days a week for lunch and dinner with different specials every day we'll have our weekly specials every wednesday oh, every wednesday where Fani will come up with some amazing mm-hmm. dish from latin America. that'll change every week so you don't want to miss those thursdays we do taco thursdays because we're not open on tuesdays hey so you'll have taco every thursdays available taco day. come on really, now really. you know it and then we have drink specials Friday night, live music on Friday evenings, and then Saturday we've got an awesome surf and turf meal every Saturday night with uh, with steak and ceviche that you don't want to miss. It'll be yes. great. Everything sounds perfect. Uh, real quick, though, throw us out your uh, social media. People want to follow you on Facebook, on Instagram. How can they follow you? Yeah, you can find us just by searching for Sabor Latino. It's The Sabor Latino Meals on Facebook. Um, so Facebook.com slash The Sabor Latino Meals. Um, and again, you can also find those just by going to tasteoflatin.com, and there's a social media link there that shows all of our social media, and you can get us on Instagram and LinkedIn as well. All right. Well, thanks again, guys, and we will we will tag those as we post this this out on Friday, which is today. Yeah. <laughs> and look, we look forward and make sure you guys please listen, subscribe, and listen to Lisa Town Hall every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on your favorite podcast device. We'll talk to everybody on Monday. Thank you. Today's episode of the Lee Summit Town Hall podcast is brought to the people by our friends at Shred KC. Jason, if you're looking to change, to start living that healthy lifestyle, these are the guys for you. They are, and and they're going to do it. They're going to help you adopt those healthy lifestyles, get those new habits, get those things going without all that pesky like shame or any of that stuff that goes on. It's a positive, supportive environment to help you get to the goals that you want to have so that you feel the best that you can feel. Real goals, real plans, none of that fad stuff. They don't, they're not giving you the fad diets. They're not giving you the crazy new fad workout. These are real plans that are going to help you get there. Whether it's group classes or personal training, this is the gym for you. Head on down on 3rd Street. See our friends at Shred KC.
You have been listening to Lee Summit Town Hall, a link to Lee Summit podcast with hosts Nick Parker and Jason Norberry. A proud member of the Fredcast Network, you can subscribe to this podcast on most of your favorite podcast apps and catch us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for all the news, analysis, and conversations on the Lee Summit community. Connect with us on Facebook at Link to Lee Summit or on Twitter at LS Town Hall. Thank you.